Oh boy, here it comes. Yeah, yeah, he is ready. Way to do a visual on a podcast. That sounds a little weak. That we motorcycle engine. That Did was, everyone do their motorcycles? That was, that was. Oh yeah, let's do our motorcycles. That was a weed whacker. No, that was um, Bad News Bears. Uh, oh yes, Kelly. it was. That was Kelly, Kelly Leaf. That was yep, Kelly's yep. bike. I got a Harley, which is a dirt bike. I kind of do too. I'm trying to think of it. Do you? The only one that matters is Kelly's tearing up the field. You're right, dude. Without a doubt. That's, that's the first movie. bike that made an impact on me. This is before I saw Easy Rider. I mean, this this is a teenager riding a bike. And a, and it's In front of Walter Matthau. How tough are you? I mean, come Pretty on. tough. That kid was pretty tough. He didn't Not have sleeves. As... He didn't have sleeves. I know. How about Tom Cruise in <laughs> Top Gun, though? Riding his motorcycle. Well, yeah, but that was, well, but he was older. Was, was before like, come that. Come on. That's tough. No, this Kelly no, Leak was first. That was not tough. So you you did like is that yours? Steve's you? determined to bring this motorcycle. I, 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 I didn't do it as though I was chewing on a um, one of my nails. I, I just well, you kind of did. That's my weed whacker. No, that's a solid two-stroke engine, right? Yeah. Two-stroke engine yeah. that whacks your weeds. I'm not talking about a beast. You know that eats up the road. I'm talking about. Yeah, you're not doing that. No, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing that. You're doing the two stroke, yeah. the dirt bike. I grew up on those. I hear like a. Oh yeah, you can ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin's <laughs> waiting for it. We're all waiting for yours. Hold on. The kid with the no, it's idling. is trying to say something. <laughs> no, it's idling. I'm sitting yeah, on it. That's my motorboat. The, the lights are out in the cabin. Start the generator. <laughs> that's the motorboat. It's not starting. Start it again. Nope. Not doing One that again. Time. No. Check the oil and try it again. It says it's full. Pull the choke. <laughs> Nope, that's not good. Now I'm hearing it. Fuck it. Now I'm hearing it. I'll sell it on Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, now I hear how silly it is. I'd ask Jesse, but I know what I'm going to get. Pew, pew. (laughs) Uh, Where's my Uber? Uh, Here, Uber, I need a motorcycle. Great, great day to start a motorcycle. (laughs) Kev? That's not a motorcycle. (laughs) Well, why are you playing Ian? No, that, that feels fine. Feels no, his is perfect. It's the Kelly Leak motorcycle. It's not perfect. No, it's a dirt bike. It's, it's not a motorcycle. I think we all know whose bike is getting the blue ribbon. Oh, we should do contests for this. Sean, who won? You're the guest. <laughs> yes. Make him choose. Oh, I haven't heard Jesse's yet. <laughs> It's a motorcycle. Now, not now a that you're done masturbating, can I we hear your motorcycle? Stop. It's I a motorcycle. Tron. It's a dental drill. Yeah, right there. Yep. Light Ooh, bike. okay. It's a light bike. I'll give it to her. No. Dude, I'm serious. Yep. That's what it. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Jeff Bridges awesome. riding the motorcycle yeah, in Tron. That's not a mo- is it a motorcycle? Like, yeah, it's, it's a, a light bike. Light bike. Yeah. It, that's not a, motor- that's not a motorcycle. That's not a motorcycle. No, it's I, better. No, I'm, you know, I'm going to vote. I'm going to go Kelly Leak only because of my affinity to Bad News Bears. Then I'm going to go light bike. No, that was solid. The, then I'm going to go with great. whatever Sean did, then me, and then Steve. And I, I'm fifth, and one wasn't even a motorcycle? It's a light that, bike. It's a light bike. To be fair, yours was a 
Uh, just a motor. That was not a Harley. Sorry for all our Harley listeners. That was not a hog. Hi, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me tonight are Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Hello, Kevin. Jesse Preisendorfer. Oh, hi. Hi, Jesse. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Hello, Ian. And in the storyteller chair this evening is Sean Roach. Hey, Sean. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here, buddy. Take it away. Okay, so this story takes place in the year 1998. I was doing a semester in Rome. I was an art student at Tyler, um, the art school of Temple University in Philadelphia. And uh, Temple has a campus in Rome, Italy. So I was doing a a semester. I certainly don't know a more talented artist than than Sean. I, I've known some artists from UCLA, California, and stuff. Sean's work is incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Thank you. you I have to second to, that. True. You can go to SeanRoachArts.com. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you can go that to... Ian on the mic. Yeah. Sean Roach. Forge. Cotton. Dot org. Sean Roach. (laughs) So I was studying in Rome for a semester. And how old are you? 98? Uh, So I was born in 76. So. uh, That's not what I asked. (laughs) 22? How old were you? No, I I went to Rome. He's working it out. Yeah, so I think it was 22. 22. Oh, okay. You're, you're a young man. I mean, you're... Yeah, it should have been my senior year, but it was my junior year because I lost a year from transferring. I had been a Millersville University student and then wanted to go to an art school. So I transferred to Tyler, which is like very, very art schooly, versus Millersville, which was a state school. Mm-hmm. And my mother had pressured me into doing this Temple Rome thing. Thank goodness she did because it was such a great decision. Made by her. By her. The reason I even got into these schools was because of her. She wrote the essays. I'm, oh, I was nice. a piece of shit of a student. And she knew it. You were an artist. Yeah. It, one, you didn't bother with the bureaucracy. Two, you're an artist who's, as artists are, plagued by insecurity. Yeah, all that's true. Yeah. Yep. So I went out to Rome. And, you know, it's a long flight. It's, I don't know, eight hours 10, something like that. It's a long flight to get out there. And then you're working in a different direction that the earth is spinning. So you end up... That's, that's not a thing. Well, no, no, no. All I'm saying is you're... The, you it's, painted it's, counterclockwise? It, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Is I, All I know is I got out there at... What was it? Spring? It was way later. Yeah, it was around maybe 9 or 10 p.m. You had missed. When I had gotten to my apartment. Yeah. But it felt earlier. And I felt like I'm ready to start my day. Yeah. Yeah. I'd been on a yeah. flight. I drank yeah. some wine so that it would be easier. Disorienting. To... Yeah. I mean, you you've went lost to the like six. All I know is lost I, like I six took hours. a nap and I woke up at 1 a.m. in Rome. I was in this amazing historical city at 1 a.m. or midnight or something. Sleeping. Yeah. No, I just woke up and was wide awake and was like, well, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to go explore the city. Shit, yeah. So I just walked. I walked miles. I walked all the way out to Piazza del Popolo and then down the Via del Corso, which leads right to the Colosseum. The neat thing about the Corso is like 
they have these amazing piazzas, which are just little open marble and concrete parks, you know, where people just gather. But you're, I mean, you're alone. There's I'm alone. No one, and I don't know the city Maybe at all. some bakery. This is before or, the internet. You're just strolling. As in pervasive as it is now. So yeah. We just didn't have the ability to just say, oh, I'm going to research the city and know everything. You couldn't everything. Yelp closest, like, bakery. Right. I just walked. And you're a man. You can walk around strange structure. cities without worrying. Right, yeah. And I've, I always felt very comfortable in, sure, you're in American, my skin. You're and, well, sure. you're also a black belt. Uh, yes, I did martial arts for eight years. So, yeah, I felt very comfortable. It's one in the morning. Is anything open? Right. So it's very quiet. Yeah, there's very little that's open. Okay. Maybe an occasional shop here and there okay. or whatever. No, but at two in the morning in Rome, I would think like, you know, maybe some bakeries were getting going or there's some yeah, yeah, early morning deliveries or that type of thing. Right. But right. If all in all, you're walking the streets alone. I'm just walking the streets. I speak very, very little Italian, uh, just from a CD or something that I've, I've practiced with. and um, uh, a, a CD. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's pretty how good. we learned. Yeah. And oh. um, Is it? Shall we? Yeah, our Italian accents. Italian to English accents. Hey, why why don't you hold off, pal? <laughs> uh, Jesse, Jesse, you're, you're I would Italian. love to speak the Italian for you, Ian. Now do Italian. Oh, that's Steve, you can that's, kiss my Italian ass. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a feisty, that's a feisty I'm a feisty Italian, Italian woman. You can't tell by looking at me. You want to catch up on your pasta, you disgusting American. Okay, so that's like a Russian Italian. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, Russian. he's in a Russian. Okay. Yeah, that's like no, that's like somebody who was like born in Russia but lived like four months in Italy. <laughs> Flew over it. He, he went to college there. You, you got nice... I'm not going to do any now because I'm going to be doing a lot of Italian in the rest of the. That's story. fair. Got that's it. Fair. That's fair. Yep. So, yeah. Hey, that's a, hey, why are you American uh, walking around here, huh? Was that Czechoslovakia? Uh, perhaps. I thought he was from Mexico. Oh, yeah. hey, uh, nice, uh, nice uh, ass. Mm, that's dirty Czechoslovakia. Yeah, he's. Wait, hold on. Do your Tony Danza now. I think it's pretty. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. That's, that's all better. Yep, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Everyone do their Tony Danza. Just say Angela or Mona. It's up to you. Now let's let's hear the Italian. Oh, accent. this guy's been waiting for it. Yeah. Now I'm gonna blow it. Isa Americano. Uh, uh, why are you walking uh, with the, the flipper flopper? He's a kind of weird. Actually, that's not weird. bad. You're goddamn right; it's not bad. <laughs> i mar- That's why I married an Italian. He, he built an I, empire I, on that accent. Please, please tell me you do that accent for Mary all the time. <laughs> she loves it. Oh, Mary, Mary. She thinks it's a who. Please. I bet she does. <laughs> or used to. <laughs> Probably used to. You loved this accent when we were dating. Now it's 25 years later. Please tell me you're still amused. Please. Where are you going, Mary? Come back, Mary. This isn't punch up. It's, punch. it's an intervention. It's a punch it up. So I, I reached the Piazza del Popolo, which is at the top of the Via del Corso. And the Via del Corso is like You're the major... You're just saying random words. Yeah, I'm going to explain it. All right. It's the major course. Right. Is that the one we maybe see in TV and such? Is this the one where the, the beautiful fountains are? They all have beautiful fountains. And... Um, so from Piazza del Popolo, there's three major thoroughfares. They call it the Trident. They go off in like three different directions. It's like one's noon and one is one o'clock and one is 11 o'clock. 
And so the Via del Corso, you can see the Colosseum at the other end of it. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so it's really favorite. neat because the Colosseum is lit from below yeah. at all hours. So from like two miles away, you can see the Colosseum. And you imagine you've been in Rome for a couple hours. You're this young student. And it's like... Were you there <gasps> with a group? I was there with a whole class. There for yeah. a semester. But, but you're Day by yourself one, at yes. this point. But I'm walking I mean, by myself by at yourself. night right. on this night because everyone else has either they like stayed up, but I was jet lagged and messed. I was like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I wake up, it's one a.m. I'm going out yeah. and I'm going to go explore the city. And then tomorrow, I've got my first day of class, and the dean is going to give a big speech and yada yada. Whatever. But I, I'm You're not going to bed. Yeah, I'm in Rome. Like I gotta see this, and you see the Colosseum, yeah. and it's the size of your thumb. You know, and when you hold it at a full distance away from you, and it's like, oh my god, I got to go look at the Colosseum. You had Rome to yourself. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, uh-uh. you were like starring in your own movie. Yeah. of Sean explores Rome. Yeah, yeah. the movie of Sean, which yeah. is a. It's an ongoing it's saga. saga. Yeah, it's a saga. It's a... <laughs> yeah. So you see the Colosseum. You're I see the Colosseum, it. and I'm just like, I'm going to walk there until I feel really fatigued, knowing that I have to get back to my apartment, and that I'm not making a circle. But you don't have any sense of where you... Or did you have a good sense of where I have a great, you... great sense of direction. To be fair, I stayed on the major thoroughfares, Thoroughfare, yeah. so I only had like a left and two rights right. that I needed to remember. I'll tell you right now, this is not a story about getting lost yeah. physically, but emotionally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Okay. Please continue. I'm intrigued. Okay. So I'm walking down the Corso. I'm guessing it's a 30-minute walk to get from Piazza del Popolo to the Colosseum. So I've made 20, 25-minute walk, and, um, and this man approaches me. I'm sorry. So you'd walk the distance and you're approaching the Coliseum and somebody approaches you? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. This man approaches me. And, and the Coliseum is lit. Yeah, the Coliseum's lit. And there's this other really big, beautiful building in front of it, which is a museum, which so I can't So it's not like you're walking in of. darkness in the city. No, no, no. Everything okay. in Rome is really well lit. Yeah, they get it. The city's just, there's it's so much beautiful stuff. Things it's are lit from walked. below. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, they do a good job of keeping the city looking beautiful hey, all hours of the day. The city, uh, <laughs> oh, she is man. beautiful. It's a really nice city. Oh, we don't like the from the top. It's a lead. like the from the top, you make it look fat. No, 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 no. It's a lead from the below. I'm, I'm seeing this museum. I'm seeing the Coliseum in the distance. I'm very excited. And this man approaches me and he says, I believe he says, Ai un accendino. Say that again. Ai un accendino. Which, if you speak Italian, you know is, do you have a lighter? But he also makes the international finger symbol yeah. of thumb scratching air above fist. Or want a thumb wrestle. Yes, right. <laughs> and I know, being a smoker at the time, he needs a light. So I light his cigarette. And then we proceed to talk. And right away, he speaks English to me. As soon as I say, oh, you see, or whatever. And I, I light his prego, cigarette. Prego, <laughs> Yeah, like he knows right away. <laughs> manja, oh, this manja. Guy, this guy's uh, American. Uh, don't bother, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Why, Luigi? You're, you're massacring my language. <laughs> <laughs> and so he speaks English to me. And he's very friendly. He's, he's extremely friendly. And before I'd gotten to Rome... I had spoken the semester before to students who had done a semester in Rome, and they were just like, obviously, it's beautiful. You'll see the art there, but also the culture. Like, Italians are different than Americans. Like, they're very excited about 
meeting Americans who speak English. And for whatever reason, whether they're enthusiastic about our country, they're just very excited. English is, it's a second language for them, but it's something that they like, do you speak Italian? No, right. but they all speak English. So they want to, he wants to show off. Like his... the idea of just meeting someone and being able to show off that you know yeah. English. Or, of course. Or even practice you get, your English. get to use it yeah. with an American. Yeah. is fun. So I'm in it with that kind of mentality. And I meet this guy and we're smoking cigarettes together. And he's so friendly and he's excited to talk to me. We're having a lovely conversation. Middle of the night. Yeah, middle of the night. It's it's probably 2 a.m. at this point. And I'm explaining to him my story of traveling here as a student. And and that I'm just out because I'm I'm wide awake and I want to see this city and, and experience the culture. And and he says, you know, do you want to get a cafe? You know, and I knew that that's the word for coffee. And I was like, that sounds great. And so immediately to come this way. And so he leads the way and we start walking off to this coffee shop and we're chit-chatting and I'm explaining more of my story about how I'm an artist and why I'm there to study art and further setting the hook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm a listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you don't say. Uh, well, that, that's a really Why, interesting. Ooh, art. Oh, oh yes. Is, is that right? Uh, you what, pa- where's your you- wallet? And then, Past and then, the level seven, here comes a Bowser for the for the challenge match. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, we he turns up these like almost like brownstone stairs up into this like apartment building, yeah. and I was like, oh, this isn't a cafe. And I'm a really naive person. Like I've always been. No very shit. Naive. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's twenty. You're not that old. I mean, you're twenty-two. I'm twenty. That's it's kind of time. 22, you shouldn't be as naive as I. Foreign well, country. exactly how naive were you? Well, at, yeah. at the time. We're going to find out. At yeah. the time, I'm balancing two things in my head. So you paused at the base of the stairs as he walks up. And he's a, a comma, ascend, ascend. I balanced two things in my head. One was, I don't want to be culturally offensive. Yeah. Sure. And like make some assumption about what's going on here. I don't know. I've never been to the city. There could be a coffee shop inside here. I really don't know. I don't know the architecture. I'm like a fool. Like, I've never been here. So I'm balancing this, like, I don't want to be offensive to a seemingly nice person. And then the other thing I'm balancing is, can I take this guy? Can I kick the shit out of him? If he, in the slightest moment. At this point, you are 22. Were you a black belt? Yes, I'm in mean, a prime. I've been in a number of scraps. I felt very comfortable. You could totally take this guy. I felt very comfortable that this guy would not yeah. pose a physical threat. But if there were other people, so I put up the radar. When I opened the door, let's make sure it's oh, Okay, ambush. so your radar went up when you went into the stranger's house. The radar went up before and then I went, I'm going to continue to move forward here because I don't want to be culturally offensive. I don't because know where I've this Because I've seen the Steven Seagal film. And Kelly LeBrock's on the other end <laughs> yeah. of that door. <laughs> this ends one of two ways. With a piece of a chair through your forehead or me sucking Kelly LeBrock's boobie. <laughs> I'm down with both of these. Yeah. Both will get it done for me tonight. Cafe. Si, prego. <laughs> Let's go. As a side note, you should note, I had a job in Philadelphia where I used to earn a lot of tips at night. I worked at this place called Volani, which is on 13th and Locust. It might still be there. I think it is. And I used to make really great tips. And I always felt like my suburban life hadn't been interesting enough. And that as an artist, my artwork was not 
interesting or grow like I just painted still lifes and landscapes and wasn't inspired. I hadn't had enough hardship. Grit. Like I hadn't had enough grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grit. That's the word. Did you say grit? I said grit. You said well, grit. I, I said inspired. Yeah, yeah. Inspired would be great, but I knew that I was never gonna be inspired. I needed a scrap in my life. Let's try this one more time. What was the word you used, Steve? Inspired. Ian? Grit. Ah, uh, please. That sounds in. Grit is probably more accurate. So I used to actually walk through the projects with like $250 worth of tips in my wallet <sighs> as a dumb physical challenge. Like a dare. As a dare to the universe. Oh it was God. so dumb. I wanted to deal with a situation in a confident verbal way. But you knew you could handle yourself if need. Yeah, yeah. My point is I wouldn't do that because I don't have the underlying confidence that I do know how to literally kill somebody if it came to that. No, I couldn't have No, you are capable of handling a hand-to-hand combat. Right. If the other person has a knife, could you have handled that? No. No, the number one rule in every martial arts dojo, studio, is the second a guy pulls it, it's the running joke, is you run. Every sensei, every master, they all, the second someone pulls out a weapon, you run. You, what do you, why? Why yeah, would you stay? Right. No, so for me, it was always like, I've never had confrontation in my life. I just want to test my confidence. Sure. And I want to talk my way out of it. And I'm willing to hand over all the money. It was never about keeping the money. It was about, I want an interaction. I sure. know, it's I such it. a dumb, no. I can't believe I'm recording this. No, right? no, 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 I understand. See the what's dumbest f- thing ever. No, it's not. At least for me, my perspective, I think, especially maybe as young men, there's sort of a gritty sort of rite of passage. Maybe, Uh, yeah. And if anybody who knew me from my years when I did train would all say, that's the last guy you'd want to send in to deal with the fight. (laughs) Like I was not a great (laughs) fighter. I was a kata guy. I was the guy who won first place doing the- The right moves. The poses. It's the dance pose. Yeah. Yeah. But the sparring, third, if I was if I was doing well. As the lone female voice here, I just have to say, what a bunch of privilege you guys have. Oh, oh exactly. Yeah. Fucking yeah. exactly. Yeah. The thought yeah. of yeah. waking up in a strange city, the thing you want to do is walk through the village where you're staying, and the last thing you can do is walk through the village where you're staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you, privileged. You, you just can't do it. And I could sure. have three black belts, and I'm not going to walk through a village where I'm just not going to do it. It's breathtaking that... Like you could do that, and I'm jealous and yeah. a little bit angry that mm-hmm. I never had that chance because it never, I just never did. Yeah. Like I never did. It's so different. It's such a different place. Yeah. And you walk up the stairs, and the fact that you even spoke to this guy is like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? But now he's going in the But that's me as a woman going. You never make eye contact. You don't talk to strange yeah, guys. Yeah. You don't. You just. You just don't do it. Right. Part of the yeah, reason crazy. this story is interesting to me is because I know it. there's a, a level of uniqueness. The truth is, is I know that a lot of it's based in stupidity. Like, I wouldn't do this now. And this is the thing. Like, you had the privilege of being American, of being mm. a male, of yes. being trained in self-defense. Like, yes. you were in very little danger other than unknown. Like, nobody was going to overpower you. Nobody was going to be stronger than you. Unless there were five guys up there. And then then that's where the stupidity comes in. But the rest of the time, it's just you walking around a city in the middle of the night. How awesome is that? No, well, let me tell you, it was glorious. It was absolutely glorious. I had a ball. It was so fun. It was amazing.
And then I ended up in this guy's apartment. <laughs> so hold on. You, so you walked in the building. I walked in the building. This guy was easily in his mid to late 40s. Okay. I was three to four inches taller than him. I had at least 30 or 40 pounds of muscle on this guy. Yeah. That wasn't an issue. Was he leading me into a trap? Very potentially. Sure. But like I already explained to you guys, I had this stupid vendetta with the universe mm -hmm. that I need to be challenged or I don't have any worth. Mm -hmm. And these are the kind of dumb thoughts that my young brain had. So I decided I'll go with him. And quite frankly, his demeanor really led me to believe that he was well-meaning. Sure. That he was a nice guy. Oh, body language is... Yeah. yeah. I have to say that my assumption was that, like, this guy really just wants to hang out. He was just out walking like you he's and asked you over like for a cup of coffee. He's a late-nighter like me, and he can't get to sleep. Let's hang out. It's totally cool. Like, it's right. great. Yeah. So I walk in. We go up two to three flights of stairs. I now realize we're going to his apartment. And we go in his apartment. And his apartment's beautiful. Marble pillars and gorgeous paintings. And, and he offers me a whiskey. And I was like, I thought we were having coffee. He's like, how about a Coke? And I was like, yeah, as long as it's in the can. You know, like I was like, I just wanted to make sure that you nothing had been tampered. You wanted to give it to you in the can? Is that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I walked into that one, didn't I? So he gave me a whole can. And I cracked it open. And I, was, I felt safe about that. Yeah, sure. It wasn't something tampered that could with. be yeah. tampered with or whatever sure. and and i sit down he invites me to sit on his couch we're working through two different languages right he's got these beautiful paintings and i ask him how you say painting and he says oh pittura pittura and i said oh I, well i'm a painter like i make pittura oh you like pittura and i was like yes but how do you say uh i'm a painter uh oh, oh you like pittura i show you i show you and he goes into this other room and he comes out and I'm sitting on the couch with my Coke on the coffee table and he drops a stack of porno magazines into my lap. And he says, I, uh, I do, uh, how do you say, like photograph, uh, photographia for like uh, uh, Versace. And also on the side, and I, do, also... I, do, I do photographia for like a magazine like this. Uh, also in multi-language, you see it's like, uh, and so it's porn but like there's voice bubbles coming out of the men and women. All right. So like cartoons? Right. It's Word photographic it's porn. Bilingual. But it's bilingual and there's gotcha. voice bubbles coming out. But there's three voice bubbles coming out of each character because one oh, is yeah. in English, one is in German, <laughs> German? and one is in of Italian. Course, of course, German. And the, the language is fuck me harder. Uh, fuck me a harder. You know, it's like it's just... <laughs> It's in three different languages of fuck me harder. That's how they all learn to speak multiple languages. <laughs> right, right. Like, one, I'm baffled by that this is even content that exists. Like, is this necessary? But sure, someone feels it is. It's way cheaper than printing three magazines. <laughs> but, is it really, but you're right. Is it necessary? Right. Well, Do you need Who's reading language? the words? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it well, the language listen, of love? I mean, get a better model who can right. say it with her eyes. It's all about fantasy. Right? Right. Yeah. So he sees my face, and my face is one of horror. What do you do when someone puts a stack of porno magazines? I felt like I was supposed to leave through them because he presented it as like his second job. 
right. you know, and it was like he was proud of this work. Uh, so I was yeah, like, he's oh, presenting uh, you. Like, so I didn't want to not look through. Yeah, like, you're like, uh, I, I like pictures. Like, oh, you like a picture? I'd be right back. A flicker. Don't move. Enjoy your coca. Even though it was sealed, there was a small needle point in the tape tapa. He sees my face and he sees my look of horror. And he says to me, oh, you know, like, and I, at this moment, it finally occurs to me that I have backed myself in a corner. You've been misled. I, no, for man no, no, man? no, 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 what, what he has not misled me. I have misled him. Okay. Yeah. Like I realized oh. at that moment. Oh yeah. Oh, this is a clear rendezvous situation. And I've communicated to him the wrong message. You've sent the signals that you I sent know. the signals that I'm here for fun. And this is not his fault. I have really blown it. Oh, that's I, nice of you. So, yeah. So, I realized that I have led him on. You are a big cockatease. I want to let him down easy. And I want to get out. Don't want to break his heart. So, I say to him, no, no, no. I like it. Like, I, I, I like this and this, you know, like, I'm and he, I'm referencing the porno magazine. The, but I like, um, I like, like, women. And I knew the word for women, like, the woman is like la donna. So I was like, I, I like uh, La Donna, La Donna, like, and he goes, oh, see, 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 see. And, it, and I say, and I, I like like a long relationship with La Donna, like a long term. Oh, you like long relations. Mm. And I was like, no. I don't no. think so. I don't think I'd like to leave my coke and go. Yeah. I stand up and he puts his hand on my chest and he I... says, with you condom always. <laughs> so sweet <laughs> and i felt so bad I felt you felt so bad. bad i looked in this man's face and i said mm. to him i have to go and he says no 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 see and I see said, in I, my I mouth said, no 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 i have to go <laughs> and then i said to him, i said i've led you on i'm so sorry i didn't understand and I feel so bad, and this is not funny at all. This is like the legitimate facts. I broke this man's heart. And I he, doubt that. I doubt. He no. Look, he won't look at me anymore. He has a stack of pornography. No. He, you, no. That's all he has, Ian. Wait, exactly. He has no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Stop everything. Who the fuck do you think you are that you broke this man's heart in 20 minutes? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, He's fair. a photographer yeah, in Italia. I am so sorry you may not have this, sir. But I don't think he knew everything that was going on inside my head. <laughs> I think that he, in the moment, he questioned why I abandoned ship. Because I think from his perspective, like, I came up there with really clear intentions. Right. right. Yes. Right. All I know is the look on his face was so mm. sad. And I left. And I went down the stairs, and he wouldn't say a word to me when I said, I'm really sorry, I have to go. And so the next morning... Wait, did you end up going to the Coliseum or not? I didn't see the Coliseum. <laughs> I saw the Coliseum did you hightail it? Did you hightail it home after that? I hightailed that shit home. The next morning, I had to tell all these new, like, because I'm a very, I'm a person who just shares yeah. stories. Like, as soon as I meet somebody, I'm like, ha you got it. You wouldn't believe what happened to me last night. But I told, I must have told like five, 10, 200 people the story. Everybody I talked to, hey, you wouldn't believe my night last Gidding, night. Because everyone Gidding, was doing something. Gidding, <laughs> Gidding. No, hell, <hell's. laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody at the Coliseum, listen to this story. <laughs> the bells of Notre Dame are ringing again. <laughs> this is a radio report of one young man who was in Europe wandering the streets. I tell a bunch of people I'm newly becoming friends with. No, you're not. <laughs> not after that story. <laughs> yeah, it's true. For about true. a minute. As our first day of school session begins, the dean calls everybody into the auditorium. <laughs> Wait a second. You're on a semester abroad and you meet people and they're like, hey, uh, my name's Peter. And you're like, uh, cards on the table. I was wandering the streets last night and an old man propositioned me. He put porno on my lap and I think he wanted to blow me. My name's Sean. <laughs> and and you're like, uh, you take care of yourself. And you're like, Hi, I'm Brittany. Uh, hi, I'm Sean. Cards on the table. Last night, I almost got blown by an old Italian man who was propositioning me. He made the international sign for lighter, so I almost sucked his dick. Okay, so full disclosure, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much So this is the story of how Sean spent a semester abroad alone. Introducing in a, himself in a, to people over and, no, and over Explaining and over again. himself. Uh, do you want the uh, fries with that? Uh, Full disclosure. Uh, cards Full on disclosure. the table. <laughs> I almost blew an old guy. He wanted to smoke a cigarette with me. He asked for cafe. I thought that was coffee. Turns out it was a blowjob. <laughs> you have Stupid American. And I'll take mayonnaise on my fries. So... The dean calls everybody into the auditorium. He gives his full-on spiel to everybody about what it's like to live in Rome and that he's been there for 10, 15 years or something like that. And then, at one point, he says, And ladies, one last thing you should know about what it's like to be here in Italy. If a guy asks you to go get a cafe, it means one and only thing. It means he wants to have sex with you. And about 10 or 15 heads all swivel to look at me. <laughs> the prettiest girl in the room. <laughs> hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Each week, we bring in some of the funniest writers and performers from the Philly comedy scene. Someone tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out every Monday.